You're listening to the Connect Church podcast featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ. The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children. What are we doing? I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. Podcast number 17 here at the Connect Church Podcast. Thanks for listening. You found us on any one of your devices and any one of those apps that I usually mention over and over and over again, but I'm not going to today because I don't remember what they are. So if you're listening, (laughs) you found us. Uh, Glad you found us. We're glad you're here. I'm here with Terry Pierce and Andrew Pierce, and I'm Tanner, and uh, we are here ready to talk a little bit about Inside Out. Do you know that my fun fact to begin with today, number 17, was my first quarterback hero back in the 70s, uh, although I was an 80s kid, was Jim Hart, the quarterback for the St. Louis Cardinals football team. Jim Hart, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Interesting fact. Yeah. (laughs) And now you're a Bears fan. Yeah, they left town. So they did. Yeah, so, they went so, to Arizona. Yeah, you know, I'll right? just clean it up, but flip on them. So did yeah, they, they go? Left. I assume that's who they. I assume that's what they are. The St. Louis Cardinals went to Arizona. Yes, correct, I, correct. Just, so yeah, did I'm they guessing. have the Cardinals baseball team and the Cardinals football team? Yes, yes, it was very confusing. It was very well. Confusing. That, that was normal back in the day. It was because, oh, okay. yeah, because you had like you had the New York football giants and you had the New mm-hmm. York baseball giants mm-hmm. until they went to uh, oh yeah, yeah the Brooklyn Dodgers and then they went to mm-hmm. uh, LA LA so yeah it was normal for I don't say normal but it wasn't abnormal for them oh. to have the same mask right. it was still confusing a little bit but uh, the the name that is still cursed in the city of St. Louis is uh, Bidwell he was the owner of the heirs yeah. of the Cardinals Bidwell, and we just, that's right yeah, yeah. yeah so we, we, we can't stand him so yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> Cleveland fans and Art Modell yes I remember Modell. that moved in the night yeah. put him in a packing van yeah. and moved out yeah nice. um the my favorite part about that I don't know why we're talking about this um, but anyways <laughs> my favorite part about that whole Cleveland leaving and going to Baltimore story was yes. like Cleveland stunk for oh, I mean they, their entire terrible, terrible. their entire uh, existence they're terrible and he was a terrible owner and they they moved to Baltimore mm-hmm. and like three years later they win the Super Bowl absolutely so, yes. <laughs> like, yeah. how does that work out you know uh, anyways mm. uh, maybe it wasn't three years later but it was it was, it was close no it was it was, yeah. it was true maybe it was, it was Cleveland was uh, that's what I, yes I agree <laughs> I don't like Cleveland anything about Cleveland but. Uh, I don't think we have a lot of listeners in Cleveland, so we just okay. defended them all. But I'm okay. That's with all that. right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But anyways, all right. So we uh, we re went. What? How did you say it on their video announcements? We we went went back. We rehashed. We we uh, we flipped no back. Idea. We flipped back to Philippians. Flip back to Philippians. Oh, no, that's what Terry said. That's what Terry said. <laughs> I can't remember how you said it on the announcements. We're yeah, going t- back Andrew to, did it a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. it was a little better. So. Uh, anyway, so we're back in Philippians. Um, Joy in the journey sermon series. Uh, Picking that back up, and uh, an interesting series or interesting sermon this Sunday, uh, going with the old Disney Pixar references yes, here. I think it's Pixar. I don't shout know. out to Ashley Stahl for That's recommending right. the movie. So. That's right, Inside <laughs> Out. It's a great movie. It's a, it is. It's, it is. It'll pull on your heartstrings a little bit yeah. there. Um, I, I'm reminded of myself a lot in this movie. Um, <laughs> Which one, Tanner? The red, the little red angry man. <laughs> like, that's exactly me because I'm like I'm I'm a fireball and I'm angry and then all of a sudden I'm over it. You know, like I'm done. So uh, that, that's me. I, I did know. picture Tanner's face on that guy with <laughs> it. And I, I, I'm in on that. Like I don't, I don't. Or uh, or your mom's face. Either way. <laughs> 
All right. So, anyways, let's uh, let's get into uh, what was your favorite? Uh, what was something that you said in the sermon that pricked your heart, Terry? Because that's what we ask our connect groups every week. What was something Terry said to you know that? Yeah, that we start off. That was the most interesting. <laughs> yes, yeah. Thank you. That's awkward. But anyway, <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, you know, very, very uh, transparent with our listeners today is uh, I really felt like that the delivery and even the message itself was sort of sucky, and I was just it was not my favorite by far. You know, to write and to preach and do all that. I write my sermons out of manuscript and don't always stay to the script when I'm preaching. But anyway. Another subject for another day, but it was so cool the way that God just reminded me, uh, especially in connect groups, because it was one of those days where you walk out and you go, man, it just, you know, that one, uh, that one just laid an egg, you know, it was a bomb. And yet the Holy Spirit used it to really connect with a section of our congregation and audience that sometimes doesn't get connected to. And uh, I was overwhelmed and uh, wound up even crying a little bit in our small group because of how the, the message on, you know, learning to allow, and I think this would be the key for me if you're looking for a phrase, I'll get to it, is that uh, instead of our emotions controlling us, we learn how to control our emotions. Mm-hmm. And I've never done a good job with controlling <laughs> my emotions or my tongue. So, I mean, just throwing that out there, you know. Yeah. 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 I, I had no idea. <laughs> you would never, would have never guessed, huh? Never guessed. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, that was, that was, it was a great sermon. We had great discussion in our Connect group talking about, and it, with my group specifically, we're, we all have younger kids. So, it kind of, uh, Move to the point of how do we control our emotions with our children? Oh, yes, you know, so that was good, and we got yeah. away from that as well. But yeah. that was kind of our groundbreaking, icebreaking. That's a conversation. real, real, real challenge. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, have you met my youngest kid? <laughs> I mean, she's a beautiful angel until she's not. I love Hallie. <laughs> yeah. She's awesome. <laughs> but, I do too. Uh, yeah, awesome. I think she's perfect. <laughs> well, I'll let you have her for the weekend, and you tell me what you think. You tell me what you think. Anyways, Andrew, what was your something you took away from this uh, sermon series or sermon yesterday? Well, we uh, we actually were on our way back from Florida, suffering for Jesus. Um, so we we caught actually we caught the worship, and we caught right after I guess it was his introduction part. But uh, just kind of going back and re-listening to it and stuff, I love the quote where. Um, he said, the Christian life is not a series of ups and downs. It is rather a process of ins and outs. God works in and we work out. And I think it kind of just helped to remind me like, um, cause I'm, I'm a guy that, you know, I love being on the mountaintop and then, you know, Valley, like when I'm on the mountaintop, it's a big mountaintop, but when I'm in the Valley, it's a low Valley. Like I'm not always great at being, you know, in the balance and in between I'm more of, I guess, can be emotional and stuff like that. So when um when I was reminded through that statement was just that when God works in and we work out, like, Andrew, get out of the way. It's not about just going up and down and living in the balance of life. It's about submitting to the work of the Spirit in your life. And so that's kind of where that workout comes from. That's what he allows us to be sanctified. That's what helps us to have stability and joy and all the things that he was talking about with our emotions. Uh, specifically is when he's working in us, everything's going to work out. I love that statement. I kept feeling a little convicted because you kept saying the phrase workout, workout, workout. And as a fat guy sitting in the audience, <laughs> you know, it was it was just hitting me a little close to home. Uh, so how does living with this awareness of the holy presence of God inside you help us live a more holy life? 
Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, obviously the the theological, you know, working out your salvation. Uh, unfortunately, many denominations, even in free will movement, has emphasized that incorrectly interpreted and mm-hmm. exegeted the passage. And the Wait, what the, was that word? The, <laughs> it's a good word, theological word. Anyway, uh, they have uh, uh, unpacked the passage. And one of the things that uh, we Thank have you. done, you're right, you're, you're good, <laughs> is the one of the things we've done in uh, we've done incorrectly is that you try to talk for a living Mm. is that we have, um, you know, said that, well, we've got to earn our salvation and that we've got to do good works and those things. And, you know, it's a very simplistic answer. I love one of the uh, new Testament scholars I was studying after, and he just said, you just realize, and I love this, that you're, you're, it's so easy and good. He says, uh, Paul was writing to born again, believers, this has nothing to do with their salvation. He is w- talking to people that have already been transformed. What he's saying is, is you guys take that gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit that is inside of you, and you work out your salvation the same exact model that Jesus did. So if he was talking about we got to work for our salvation, the, remember the whole first 11 verses of this chapter is about Jesus's example of humility and, and willing to be sacrificed. So apparently Jesus wasn't saved if you re, if you really did misinterpret this text incorrectly so so it's a great thought that we you know the same power that is in jesus that divine power and that's my favorite part of the message is that the very divine and i think this is what we miss the divine power that jesus had in him we have a part of that of the holy spirit living inside of us so we can work out this salvation all right the resurrection power even Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's that's exactly spot on. Sorry. Um, God works in and we work out. That's right. That's right. So your second point was let your light shine. And that sounds like kind of a, I don't want to say a cliche thing you would hear in a sermon, but at the same time, it's so, it's, it's correct. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, no, yeah. it's one of those duh, like, right. this is what we should be doing, but yet we need to be reminded of let your light shine when we're not controlling our emotions in public, mm-hmm. we're not letting our light shine. Yeah, yeah. When we're not, when we're acting a fool in traffic, which I do all the time, and Ash is like, "Why do you do that?" Let, let's not get on that. We're not letting our light shine, and it's sometimes it's hard to let your light shine. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I think Andrew should cue us up on. Uh, well, he's really good at letting his light shine, yeah. <laughs> especially well, on the road. <laughs> what's the little song that we saw we taught you when you were little? Uh, this little light of mine. Yeah, let's, let's sing that. So uh, this little anyway, never mind. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think that's uh, a classic example of you know two. You know, what we use the phrase in the sermon, too many of you only obey God because of the presence on the outside and not from the power of the inside. And we translate that in that we are not letting our light shine because of, of those bad examples. So, yeah, I'll let Andrew talk a little bit more about the light shine. Yeah, I know that um, he kind of he, he moved it into the example, even with expectations and uh, gave a personal story from our family and stuff with Adam and stuff, too. But um, one of the things that he are just going on, let your light shine is, um, it, it was more about people seeing, not seeing us all together. Like it's okay to be broken sometimes at church. Amen. Like it's okay to not put on a mask, come to church and everything else. Cause when we're doing that, we're not letting the light of Jesus shine through us. Ultimately we're trying to let our, our story, our put together, our glory and everything else. It's selfish. It's pride and everything else. And if we're honest, we do that way too well at church. We now do when, that all the time. Now, when you say mask, what do you mean mask? Either you way, mean? either <laughs> way. <is it? laughs> 
Sorry. Tanner, control your emotions. I, I couldn't help it. I, that's a trigger word for me. It's a trigger word for me. I had to get one shot in there. That's right. When we put on a false persona, we're really going. Thank you. Oh goodness. Uh, but when we when we do that, ultimately we are like we're letting our light shine, and it's not just our light that needs to come through. It's Jesus's light in us that needs to be uh, shining through the darkness. So um, you know the world doesn't need any more Tanners, Terrys, or Andrews. They need Jesus. And so if we're real, we're raw, we're genuine, and who we are and our struggles and um, where we've had successes, all of it, you can genuinely celebrate your successes too. Um, it's just when we're real and genuine with that and connected to the heart of Jesus, when we're doing our hero journals, when we're staying in the word, when we're actually connected to him, his light is going to naturally shine through us. And we can't do that when we're just in the way. So let your light shine. Do you guys ever get curious um, about, you know, for I, I think I can speak for all three of us here in our adult life. We've never had a secular job. Mm-hmm. where we've had to be around non-Christians all the time to where it was, I would say, even more important that we let our light shine in those instances. Do you ever wonder, like, how we would deal with that? You know, like, because we're, we're preaching to a congregation mm-hmm. of that's stuff out there every day. that's out there in the real world every, every day. day, and here we are in our choir room bubble, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. I mean, you know, we all know each other here saved around this table, yeah. but, like, that that's why this point is so important. No, yeah. right. you know, and that we need to be reminded of this point. But you ever wonder about that? Like, I wonder how I would react if I had to work uh, for Jared Harrison. Is a uh, well, I, I th- uh, no, there's a, other issues you know, there, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I would gladly do. <laughs> so, no, I think that that's a you know, I think that's what it's so easy to happen on our side of the aisle is that we forget that, and uh, you know, uh, unfortunately or fortunately that in my early days I did have to work secular jobs as I was in ministry, so part-time because we didn't get paid in our first churches. So I was teaching school and driving a truck and different things. But anyway, uh, I've never forgotten that, and that has been a good reminder over the years that, man, it's our congregation, you know, know, Andrew's teens, you know, what they go through every day and what they're facing in high school and, you know, just the, you know, average Joe and Johnny in our church and Joe and and, um, what's the wife's name? I don't want to sound right, so. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Joe and his wife, not uh, the average. I have no idea who you're talking like about. Jane Doe, John Doe. Type it, well, thing? I was thinking I just put two guys. I met a husband and wife. So anyway, so that didn't sound <laughs> no, good. Yeah, anyway, no, so yeah, I, I wouldn't follow one. Yeah, we're not supporting that. But anyway, oh, so, so but uh, what I was trying to say is that's messed up. <laughs> so the average hu- reverse there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, where's that backup? <laughs> is the average husband and wife out there in the workplace, and then they come home to their kids? You know, so that's just a whole different challenge and then you know what but what it's talking about is allowing the holy spirit to help us stay focused that is and that's a good lead into what happened in our connect group that i was shocked at and didn't even think about it it would have been a great point in the message that by being focused in on controlling our emotions and allowing the holy spirit to control our emotions dumping all of our crap and stuff over to the holy spirit every day instead of you know just leaving it on on our shoulders is that it we, we lose sight of the mission when and one of the members of our group brought out the fact that you know when we're controlled by our emotions we lose sight of the gospel and we lose sight of the mission and and i'm thinking you know and then paul goes on and talks about at the end there and at the chapters he says stop grumbling and complaining do not let grumbling complaining why why was paul oh we need unity yeah unity is a big deal but it's really about the mission of christ and when we're griping and complaining we can't do that and a great thing about that is going to happen 
we're recording this on Wednesday, so you guys already you know know this after the fact tomorrow. But is that uh, we're going to take our church tonight, and you know we had a, a little subdivision about forty five fifty homes right behind the church here that got really you know ransacked by the tornado, and tonight we're going to take a group of thirty people up there and just drop off you know some little care packages and a Kroger gift card uh, to them, and you know I'm just thinking if our church was focused on us surviving COVID and grumbling and complaining about carpet and stuff like that, we would have never, we would miss the opportunity to really be the light. And this is a whole part of our community right here in our neighborhood that we've really not touched, you know, and reached out to as much. And I am pumped and excited about the potential of us just walking in for, you know, just two minutes in each home and just saying, hey, we love you. We're praying for you and we want you to know we're here for you. Yeah, and too, and excuse me, I know that, um, when we are focused on the mission, when we're living and working out that salvation, um, all of those things and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead, it is going to unify us mm-hmm. because when we're focused on the same mission, we're not always going to do it the same. We've all got different gifts and abilities, all that, but it is going to unify us to bring us together to do that. And I just want to throw this out there as a kind of a kudos and I'm going to get brownie points. So, <laughs> but, um, our wives all work. I mean, in a regular workplace, every Tanner's wife, Terry's wife, my Our wife, wives have real jobs. They, yeah, they, yeah. they're, they're bringing home the bacon. Um, you know, so they're, they deal with these frustrating coworkers. They deal with moronic patients. I mean, uh, blessed souls whom Christ died for. They deal with clients. They deal with bosses. They deal with everything that, um, you know, we may not always see on a day to day basis. Well, I'm not going to say if we deal with moronic coworkers or bosses, but <laughs> <laughs> they, I do. They, <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness but what's wrong with you over well, there do you I, need a cough drop well i was gonna save it for the end but uh okay. i think my worst is the i'm the only person that can go to the beach and get a sinus infection but uh, <laughs> you probably got it from your kid i know <laughs> but anyways i'll save it he's probably but, getting mold from his dishwasher oh, gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. The dishwasher. I'm, not, I'm not even gonna finish the statement <laughs> kudos to our wives for doing <laughs> <laughs> i forgot i have a sound i mean every time we, it's like you know the what's the they did the drinking games you hear a word you do every time we hear dishwasher <laughs> Although I would like to point out, I have not brought it up once. That's valid. Somebody That's valid. over here. That is correct. He said it twice. Oh, I never let anything die. But right. just would you like Truth. to elaborate on the drinking games, Tanner? Yeah. And how do we- <laughs> <laughs> let me let me wrap up your uh, the, the sermon rehash here. Uh, you know, I actually brought our our six and four year old into the first service because the the inside out clip. Yeah, no, see sure. it just. You know, I mean, they're not going to stay stay with the whole sermon. She right, right. That. Yeah. But she wanted them to, and plus, they need to learn to sit in church. Right, and, and right. Be, That's a good thing. But anyways, yeah. um, because uh, they're there in kids' church twice a week, every week. Anyway, so anyways, she brought them in to hear the inside out thing. And when you got to the do all things without grumbling and disputing, yeah, we have a little song that we sing at home. Nice. Um, and I and they they get on they. They always hate it when I sing it because it goes, do everything without complaining, <laughs> do everything without arguing, and such you may become blameless and pure children of God. And I always say that when they're starting to fight right, or right, do right. whatever. But when you said that verse, Sadie looked up, she goes, she was coloring, she goes, like, you know, she had the surprise. Like, There's our song. Hey, there it is. You know, so, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty neat. Daddy yeah. didn't just make that up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we, we, they, we, no, I mean, it's got a scripture reference there. We just song. thought it was a, a stall family thing. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're not weird after all. Okay. That's right. <laughs> Anyways, well, that, well, that'll wrap up. Do you have anything else you wanted to say? About well, just uh, speaking of family stories, Andrew alluded to it either. Uh, but I just want, I think it's a big uh, critical point to take away with this is that um, when we're our emotions with God, and I told a story about our youngest son, 
son, Adam, and how that uh, he struggled for three years of his life. Think about that, because he was trying to meet others' expectations, and, you know, his brothers went into ministry, so he did, you know, thought he had to do that instead of just realizing that Christ has made you as unique, you know, identity and finding that relationship with Christ. And that's what we emphasize here at Connect Church. You are fearfully and wonderfully made in God's image, and quit living your life to please other people, finding your identity and trying to be like somebody else. And, you know, just, you know, when Adam came to that point that, you know, I'm not going into ministry, and he was shocked by our responses, yes, because we want you to be who God made you to be. And that's our goal at Connect Church for every one of our audience. That's how you learn how to control your emotions is be the person. And you know what? Tanner's going to have the little red guy that's going to pop up a little bit more than, say, his wife, Ashley. Who's oh, gonna, absolutely. You know, and so, yeah, <laughs> so, you know, and, and sort of reverse with me. And so, uh, you know, all of those kind of things, but all of those are able to be controlled by the Holy Spirit, and he wants to use us and lead us into that. That's right. Hey, speaking of Adam, when we get done, remind me, I need to call Caroline Mm -hmm. because I have... They've quit taking my money over there at IEM because they switch systems. They switch systems, yes. And I mean... I need to get back on. Well, she's going to be here this weekend. It'd be a great time to have a conversation with her for Mother's Day. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, I don't plan on hanging out with her all. The time, but, <laughs> but anyways, all right. Just I got. I need to call them over at IM and, and get that squared away. Uh, all right. That wraps up our uh, Inside Out sermon. What's our topic na- this week? Do we know? Yes. Uh, thank you for introducing that. So uh, just working on that. You're uh, welcome. Right before we 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 came on the air is uh, looking for. Um, we're going to be talking to you guys a message. Uh, ironically about friendship and we're going to talk to you guys about Ephroditus and Timothy and I've got a nickname for them Sunday morning oh, no, it's, right. yes, oh, you got to no. be here to hear it so it oh, is so no. cool I just can't wait for you to say Ephroditus a whole bunch on Sunday. Well, that's what I'm going to call it. I got a nickname for yeah. him. So, oh yeah. my gosh! Uh, I'm not even going to give you the. Well, it, I'll tell you the part. So we bring back the old Michael W. Smith and a friend. I thought friend about that. Forever. I thought about that. Yes, I thought about that too. The Lord's so, yes. the Lord yeah. of them. Yes. All right. Well, that wraps up our sermon. Be here Sunday. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with the best and the worst of the weekend. Have you been looking for a place to call home? Need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths? At Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. And we're back on the Connect Church podcast. Thank you for hanging in with us, listening uh, here on podcast number 17, Inside Out. And we'll come up with a catchy title when we're done. So let's get into our favorite segment. Everybody's favorite segments of the week. It is the best and the worst of the weekend. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Wait, 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 wait. Which was it? This is the worst. Simply the best. Dun, dun, dun. 
All right, so let's uh, start with you, oh, brother me, Terry. No, pick me first. Pick me first. All right, so brother I'm gonna start Terry, with the best. Let's, I've, let's I've, pick you first. We'll go with the I've best. I've got of the, the best of the best. Uh, enough of your Arkansas stuff, dude. Oh, golly. So here we go. <laughs> uh, I know you guys are number one in baseball. So unbelievable. Um, 110 years, the oldest franchise in football. The Chicago Bears drafted a quarterback, Justin Fields, number one in the draft, moved up in the draft to get us a quarterback. They've done that before, it, though. You know that, right? Stop it. So, so here's the thing. Here's <laughs> <laughs> Do not even talk about the uh, other guy. And so anyway, Trubisky, stop it, stop it. So here's the thing. We moved up in the draft, and Justin Fields has never thrown a pass yet, obviously, because right. we just drafted him, and he is number three on the all-time Bears quarterback list. So. Wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. Behind Sig Lockman and uh, – um, McMahon, so yes. Yeah, oh, uh, not Jay Cutler. <laughs> oh, they didn't. No, they didn't draft Jay Cutler. They traded for Jay Cutler. That's true. I just wanted to get which him Jay Cutler up. was great in Denver. Then he goes to Chicago and is just. I mean, Jay hey, Cutler you know, is trash. I love Jay Cutler. I think he's awesome. He's a moron. I love that guy. I mean, it's just where it's like Cleveland. Good quarterbacks go to Chicago just to die. Just to die. <laughs> just to die. <laughs> just to die. <laughs> yes. Like Nick Foles won a Super Bowl and he goes to Chicago, gets torn up and yeah. dead. And we, it, but it was a double blessing because Aaron Rodgers announced he wants out of Green Bay. I know you so, should have waited and held out for Aaron yeah, Rodgers. I, I just hope he goes to the Canadian Football League or something. So, but it's uh, <laughs> what is it with Green Bay and their wonderful quarterbacks? And then at the end, it's like we we just hate each other. I know yeah. they just like, yeah. Yeah. I know Green Bay is weird because they're owned by the city; they're not owned by a person, yeah. but they do have a GM. Like I don't know how that all works. He should go to the Vikings. Like his uh, predecessor. <laughs> yeah. No, that's in well, he went to, Remember, he went to the Jets first, didn't he? Oh, that's then he true. Then he Jets first mm -hmm. and then, yeah. then Minnesota. Yeah. That was so weird. Farming, I know. Like, yeah, I know. Anyway, so your best of the best is, is Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. Our th number three all-time quarterback. I, I mean, I'm, I would love for Chicago to do good. I got no problem with Chicago, <laughs> but I hate Ohio State. Oh, yeah, Justin Fields yeah. came from Ohio State. Yeah. Oh. After he whined his way out of Georgia, by the way. He did do so that. So yeah. I just I'm not a Justin Fields guy by any means of the imagination. And who knows? I only played like two and a half games this season, so Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, he went undefeated in the Big Ten. Well the Big Ten's garbage, so <laughs> that was basketball. Yeah. I thought this was supposed to be our best. Yeah. Oh, they're garbage in basketball too. We learned that. In the tournament. All right, Andrew, what's your best of the week? Man, I hung out in Destin, Florida this week and everything, so and I got... And you're muted. Yep. <laughs> we don't want to hear about the beach no, while we're all up here in, uh, suffering for the Lord. Well, I would just say that it was it was the beach. And oh, something's wrong with your mic. I don't know what's going on <laughs> here. I, it, won't, it just won't work. If, if I talk really loud, maybe you can hear me on the other mics. <laughs> yeah. That, that's all I'll say, Tanner. I'll be nice. No, I got to hang out beach. at the beach. No, beach. <laughs> okay. But it also plays into my words, so. We had a real cheap bungalow. It was so cute. We found on Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, anyways, all right. No, I'm glad y'all got to go away to the beach. It was great to have you go away. I love it when you go away. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, that, that, was that Tanner's best, best of the week. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew was going. <laughs> no, my best of the week um, actually came from my boy, brother Jared Harris. Um, he It's pool season, and I got my pool open up, ready to go, and um, there has just been some dirt in the pool that comes from the flower beds when the wind circles and everything. So Jared let Tornadoes. me borrow. Yeah, or that. Jared let me borrow his uh, dolphin vacuum cleaner that uh, sucks it all up for you nice. and you don't have to uh, vacuum do your filter or, or waste it or anything it was the greatest like 
24 hour experience of my life. Nice. Like I just set that thing in there and it went and the pool was spotless clean. Nice. And then the tornado came and now it's I need to borrow it again. <laughs> but uh, you need to get a sucky dolphin. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna have to <laughs> invest in in a, in a dolphin. But my real best of the week was our connect group. We had the best meal ever. It was we just had a fish fry. Jared went and got all these catfish fillets oh, wow, somewhere, yeah. and he, fry, he batted them, fried them up. I made curly Q fries with my KitchenAid mixer, curly Q yeah. thingy, and then uh, we had a bunch of pies and desserts, and it, it was fantastic. That sounds awesome. I, I you know a... what else we had? Deep fried Oreos. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah. The Oreo in the yeah. pancake batter. Jared fried it. It was fantastic. That is awesome. It was so that fish, y'all. It was on point. I didn't even need tartar sauce, and I love tartar sauce, but I just needed straight fish. Like, give me all the if fish. You get, it's like good steak. If you get a good steak, you just need it straight. Exactly. And if you get a good right. fish, you just You, just you don't take need it. anything. Yeah. It was so good. That was my best was that fish. I have, I would, I I have a worse that plays into his, though. I right, added, go for it. Jared Harris added me on Snapchat. And now all he does is send pictures of him grilling and smoking all yeah, this. So I got to see pictures of everything that you oh, guys did Sunday. Like that. Yeah, like, yeah, well, no, I was driving back Sunday, so we weren't at the beach anymore. And I'm like, you know, I'm going through McDonald's drive through with my daughter vomiting in the back seat repeatedly yeah. and everything else. So we're traveling. And a six-hour trip ended up taking almost 12. So yeah. uh, that was my worst is we, we still went to the beach, but uh, Nora was not crazy about it. She was not a fan of the sand. Should have left her with the grandparents. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like you wanted a vomiting baby. Baby all the time. Yeah. Yeah, she got sick. She the wouldn't have done that night. for us. No, the first night we went down there, she got real creepy, sinusy, kept throwing up the entire time she was there. It was lovely. Um, but we, started, we still made the most of it. I know. We still made the most of it. And now apparently I have her sinus infection. So Way to go. And then Jer- I had to look at Jared Harris's pictures on the way back. And I'm so like, good. I would offend Jared highly, though, is you know what I do with my fried catfish? I only eat it you know, ever so often, but I put ketchup on it. Ew. You can do cocktail I mean, sauce, but not just ketchup. Yeah. If you just need something, I can understand. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not the worst thing in the world, but this fish was so good. Yeah, you, it didn't. It was so juicy and moist, and didn't can, need. Anything. Can we wrap this up? Let's go eat fish. I'm a tartar sauce. Well, no, today is Cinco de Mayo, so we getting tacos. We can get fish tacos. Amen. That's right. Well, oh. fish tacos. I'm down for that. I'm down for that. <laughs> so, what's your worst of the week, Terry? My worst of the week is I'm going to the doctor this afternoon because um, I'm getting flipping old. And I pressure washed my house and my shoulder now for 14 days in a row has been throbbing, was up all night with it. And there's no reason why that I, it, I'm going to tell Dr. Jones, who by a good shout out for local, he's my favorite doctor. So either fix my shoulder or cut it off either yeah. way. Cut it off. <laughs> so you're saying we're not going to play basketball tonight after church? Or? I can still shoot right-handed. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Right. I'm trying to think of a worst, and I really don't necessarily. I could actually outshoot either one of you guys right-handed with one hand. Oh, my goodness. I don't think so. Oh, yes. No. Definitely. No. All right. We'll go prove this after the podcast. <laughs> no. we got to do fish taco search. Like, I know I'm fat and unathletic, but I think I could shoot better <laughs> than a one-armed man. Than a one-armed man. Yeah. Yeah. A one-armed man that hasn't practiced. How about that? No, I'm, I can walk into it. I mean, I'm that good. Oh, so. my goodness. Yeah. All right. All right. I, oh, that reminds me. I did have a worst because I uh, retweeted it yesterday. Uh, LeBron James, your boy. Yeah. He's not my boy. I used to he love is not that my guy. Boy. He was your boy. Yeah, I know. I no. used to, I used to be guy. on the LeBron train, but I can't stand that dude anymore. No, like, no. I saw a clip of him uh, going up for a layup, and the guy, uh, the defender is going straight up, arms yeah. straight up, and LeBron runs into his elbow and just, I mean, yeah. you have to slow it down frame by frame to tell that they even touched head to elbow. And he, oh, my God, my head hurts. He runs off. And it's like, you are such a tit. Like, <laughs> go away. 
go away. Well, you do know do everything a, without grumbling and complaining. <laughs> you, know, you know I'm a 1973 Jerry West Lakers <laughs> fan ever since. I've been Lakers fan all my life. And this is how bad it is. I have not watched their games and since January. And you and, shouldn't. And and it's just and it's but it's breaking my heart. But I mean, no, I, and I, I love it. AD. I love Anthony Davis. But uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm just checking out. It's unwatchable. And in the their attendance, their um, viewership is just and, fell through the floor. And it's honestly, it's not a political thing no, no. anymore. It's just the way they play the game. I agree. It's, yeah. it's I agree. terrible. It's I agree. Hundred percent. Yeah. And all the foul calls that they call, yeah. it's just it's just bad. It's just yeah. really bad. Um, all right, well, I guess we're going to end on the worst note. Anybody got anything else they want to add <laughs> on the podcast? We're no? good. They're good. All I right. love Jesus. I do, too. <laughs> Y'all join us for service at 9 o'clock on Sunday, 1030. Mother's also, Day. Bring your Mother's whole family Day. out here. So That's we got right, special gifts from moms. So we know what all the gifts the kids are. are. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what they are either. Rebecca's ordered yeah. them, so yeah. yeah so. Well, hopefully it'll be really. They're nice. gonna be wonderful. We've got a funny Mother's Day video to go in. Uh, you're gonna love it. It's great. An abbreviated um, message because of the Mother's Day service. So. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully about. No uh, count what, on it. What did you say it was about again? Well, oh, uh, extraditus and. Uh, no, Efro <laughs> and Timbo. Uh, we're just trying to extradite you over here. Uh, all right. Well, that wraps up the Connect Church podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Have a great week. Peace. Out. Holla. <laughs> <laughs>